Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Hello, my name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. We are now completing three years of being on the air, and I wanted to personally thank you for all of your support. As a listener, as you share the podcast on your social media pages, and for your financial support. We would not be where we are today without this amazing support, which is in over 80 countries and 150,000 downloads worldwide. So I thank you, dear friend. I'm grateful we get to walk this journey together. And I cannot wait to see what we're able to do in another three years. Thank you again, dear friend, and blessings on the journey. Support Tech Staffing presents The Authentic Spiritual Journey, a weekly show featuring real and practical spiritual conversations from diverse perspectives here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today, episode 180, Moving Through Resistance with special guest John Stringer. And now your host, Reverend Cynthia Alice Anderson. Hello and welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson. I'm the host and I'm here today in 818 Studios with my producer. Hello everybody. This is Dave Croft. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 180 of The Authentic Spiritual Journey. I hope, I know, I hope that you're doing well. Hope that you had a good Thanksgiving and, uh, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited about today's guest. He's quite literally one of my my favorite human beings on the planet, and uh, and I'm really excited to have him mm. with us today. Yes, John Stringer, man, welcome to the show. Nice to have you. Oh, honored to be here. Good to see you both. Good to be back. And 180, yo, that's nine, baby. That's the number. I, I know, that. right? That's a divine number, <laughs> yo. Yes. Yeah, and we, three, we had three, you three. last. That's my had, address, you know. <laughs> we had you last on the show of April of 2019. Of course, wow. you know, coming through COVID and all of that stuff, that's been crazy. But uh, yeah, so just- That was uh, right at the beginning of it, huh? Uh, actually, no, that was- yeah. I don't know. It's all or a like a now. month in, I guess. Well, no, it was a year before then, 2019, oh, wow. not 2020. Oh, I'm sorry. You said 2020. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And so 2019 is when we had you on the show. But uh, man, just I, I love you, man, and uh, just love everything Back about you, you and your music and your spirit and everything else. So very happy to have you with us today. Yeah, to and back. you know, Good John and back. I were just working together, uh, you know, in October on a retreat and. We were going to get an interview there, and it was like, let's just honor what this is, and we can do an interview later. But I'm really glad we can do that because, John, I know you're always working your spiritual spiritual journey, and it's one of the things I love about you. Uh, And I also love, of course, that you live in my home state, but um, not too far from where I grew up, actually. But uh, (laughs) it's always nice to connect with you spiritually and... uh, I thought at that retreat, you know, people really had some wonderful experiences, um, you know, here Absolutely. in Winter Park. And then I know you uh, and and your wife, Kathy, uh, also took a group to Peru right after that. So you've been traveling, <laughs> doing the work. And man, it's been beautiful. And what was great was to go down to Winter Park, Florida, connect with you. 
one of the things, biggest takeaways for me, not only the how people um, experience that retreat, the beautiful yeah. environment, but also how in sync what you shared was <laughs> with like, I mean, you could have been telling how I do my morning routine as you were sharing your different tips. And different, I was like, holy cow, this is uncanny. <laughs> oh, right. So that was, was really at the very awesome. end when I was talking about exactly. the Exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That but it was just great. shows, yeah, it shows that, that, um, the, not only the synchronicity of when you're, tapping in when you're listening to spirit and uh, what you get led to is going to look similar because truth is truth. What works, works. So hey. the principles you're going to see show up in anybody's life that's listening, following, and heeding <laughs> their intuition or that connection to spirit, you know? So I just I just really enjoyed it. I was, it was just more proof that, you know what? This makes sense. <laughs> I yeah, see why well, yes. we're working together. <laughs> yes, that's very true. And and you're right. I find that too, that people, I was just with another friend, a woman, I've known her probably 25 years. We're in such a similar place on our journey. And, you know, we've had the same spiritual teacher for a long time too, but still our individual journey, our practices, even the things we're healing through are very similar mm. because of our commitment to the journey. And I think, you mm -hmm. know, that's what we connect on. You know, I've heard you talk about, you know, dealing with resistance and, you know, I've talked about release and, you know, and those two go hand in hand. And if you don't deal Absolutely. with resistance, you can't move into release and, you know, surrender is a part of the journey and forgiveness. So, I mean, there are the main, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the main practices that we work mm -hmm. with all the time, you know, are going to be the same uh, because right. that is, that is the work, <laughs> you know, everybody That's wants it. a magic pill to enlightenment and it's really the daily, daily work, you know, that we're doing. That's it. And it I, I realized this, uh, I think it was yesterday morning as I was, going through my day in practice, had that realization of, you know, at times the practice seems so beautiful, so amazing. And at times it can seem daunting, challenging. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I got something else to release, something else to heal or whatever, right? You might find yourself on any part of that spectrum. Right. But what it reminded me of, we always have infinite possibilities in any moment that we're dealing with life in our stuff to choose our perspective or to choose how we come at it, right? Mm -hmm. There's always infinite possibilities. The question is, what are you choosing in this moment? Exactly. Right? As life is showing up, what am I choosing in this moment? And when I, uh, you talked about resistance, when I find myself in those times of, all oh, this is challenging, like on our trip, uh, when, when my wife and I concluded our trip to Peru, for example. We had four more days. And that last night, the end of the tour, we successfully done a thing. I climbed Machu Picchu, did everything. And then we take a walk. I get back and my ankle starts hurting and it swells up and I can't walk for three days. And I'm all excited about seeing Lima. I'm all excited about just going out with the family now the tour is over. And I can't do jack. <laughs> you talk about resistance. I was oh. like, I was crying. I, I was bet. just like, I was telling my wife, I'm like, I can't believe this. I don't understand. And it, I'm looking down at my ankle and there's like a little, you know, marble size swelling on the side where the plates and screws are. And I'm like, oh, something's up. So I'm doing my practice. That's where the rubber hits the road. You know, it it's is. like, I, I tell my wife, I'm like, baby. This is so disappointing. I, I I just feel a lot of disappointment. That's resistance. <laughs> you know, it's just like what's showing up right now. I don't want. <laughs> I want something else that I was right. attached to, and that's not happening. I'm pissed. The e yeah, <laughs> right? the ego says that was not on my plan. So that so during doing the practice, just tuned in, listen. I'm like, okay, what's the lesson here? What's up? It's like, okay, you can focus on what you can't do what you don't have, or you yeah. can focus on what you can. So the question came through to ask myself, what is my soul seeking? What would bring my soul alive right now? And then I got a list of things to do. Mm -hmm. The next three days, that's what I focused on. <laughs> and I knocked that stuff out. And I kept mm -hmm. telling my wife, 
when I can stay in that zone and focus on those things, I feel awesome. As yeah. soon as I stop and like the breaks in between and allow myself to get distracted about my situation, I feel like crap. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, okay, I'm going to stay here because this feels better. So mm-hmm. I kept, just kept putting it into practice. And I think that's sometimes what the journey can look like. It's just that just like you said, that continual practice, that yeah. con- that daily choosing each day, each moment, choosing, taking aware, uh, taking assessing through awareness of where we're at, and then choosing where do we want to be, and shifting internally to connect and follow that inspired action. That does it for me, anyway. Right, and it is moment by moment. Right, it's not like yes. it's not like suddenly um, there's some grandiose thing and we get it and life is perfect. There's every exactly. moment. That's it. Yeah. It would be nice, though. You know, I've heard of folk having those experiences. Uh, yeah, I'm where, open to <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll take that, too. But in the yeah. meantime, yeah, carry wood, it. chop water, you know, chop wood, carry water, as they yeah. say, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before exactly. enlightenment well, and after. What's that? I said before enlightenment and after. You've heard that yes. uh, story. What do you do? Of, yes. Yeah, yeah. What do you do before enlightenment? What do you do? Chop wood, yeah, chop carry, wood water. carry water. What do you do after? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that's it. <clears throat> what I was going to say, though, one of the things I think is really important about, you know, what you shared, yes, about being in the moment, but um, it's also about wanting to heal. And, yeah. you know, we get to the point where, we we decide that we want to heal. In other words, we want to feel better <laughs> enough. Yes, that's it. Because you're right. Staying in those ego places, it doesn't get you anywhere. It's yeah. like sitting and- down and going in a circle. It is absolutely going nowhere. And the the funny thing is, as we get sub- more subtle and subtle into those behavioral patterns yes. <laughs> and yes. the things we find... I, I like the way um, psychotherapists, I guess you'd call them, teach it, where mm-hmm. we learn these behaviors that served us at one time. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're a child and, you know, the the different patterns you learn, at mm-hmm. one time they served us. This is the best we knew. It's, yes. But we get stuck in them, just like you said, going in those circles. And eventually, when it stops serving us... That's when it doesn't feel good anymore. I like to think of it as relative, like the egoic patterns we've we've um, come up with, or these personality traits and behavioral things. When I look at resistance as a whole, what I hear is it's perfect. It's all good. It's and in fact, uh, that resistance is often like the curves in a puzzle piece for us. It's the unique ways we show up. Sometimes they fit. uh, perfectly in the environment, and sometimes they're discordant, right? <laughs> it's like, but but all of it's used to make the world go round. <laughs> and then when we finally start noticing, wow, this edge right here, this little mm-hmm. resistance feels mm-hmm. like crap, and now it's blocking me from expanding into something my soul wants to do, and it's mm-hmm. limiting me. I think that's when we start book, uh, choosing differently to become aware and shift. Mm-hmm. So we can say, oh, why? You know what? I'm I'm feeling drawn to this, and I'm noticing this resistance is now becoming a block. Mm-hmm. It's keeping me from moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. And I, I I love the way life. Well, sometimes I love it. I'll say, <laughs> I love the way life at times brings that to our attention, so we can see it, heal it, just as you said, and then it opens that natural flow into what we desire, that natural mm-hmm. flow into expansion or whatever. Sometimes it's more uh, challenging, <laughs> but that's sometimes. okay, you know? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like giving, after, giving birth, like, oh, God. <laughs> it's like you say, no, I want to go that way, though. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like to birth something new, though, you got to um, go through the growing pain gotta sometimes, go through right? It. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So that's... I think uh, recently for you, tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, recently for you, you've been expanding and answering the call of your soul's desires, your blueprint. And along the way, there's probably been some growing pains, right? Oh, yes. I mean, (laughs) every day has a growing pain if I'm paying attention. Right. 
Right. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> yeah. I feel I, like um, every day is an opportunity to wake up. It's that simple. Every moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I choose very well in that waking up process. Right. And, yep. and you know, when I'm in resistance, it's now I can feel it more quickly. And I can even feel when I am approaching a change. But sometimes it takes a little bit to feel the resistance, to sense what is wanting to come forward. And that's where the work is. You know, it, it, it's like um, mm-hmm. sometimes I think about it, you know, going down the road as I'm driving. Sometimes I, you know, think about it during my prayer time, but it's always on my mind, my journey and what's, you know, and what's coming up because I don't want to be in resistance. But then, right. as you say, that's the journey, and we have to look at what's there to then grow through and expand, you know, expand past it. That's it. But, you know, recently, the- um, and I haven't announced this uh, yet, uh, I recently accepted a church position again. Oh, all right. How cool is that? <laughs> Where are you going to be? Um, or, I'm gonna- or wait, wait, wait. Maybe you... Are- if you don't need to announce it, then that's cool. Oh, no, cool. We no, can, it's... Uh, you can tell me offline. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's official. Um, it's at oh, Unity, great, great. Unity North Tampa. Tampa. Beautiful, beautiful. Staying in the Florida area. That's good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And um, it's been amazing, uh, an amazing journey to that because... How beautiful. It was... It was I needed the year I took off. It was just right at a year, and I started going, you know... I think even said on the show one day, I'm really open to anything, really. You know, it it's mm. it's like um I love what I'm doing online. I love the retreats, I love the travel and the speaking, but what I was missing is taking a group of people deeper on their journey and mm. in person. I was missing the in-person connection and I mean, I have a whole group that, you know, uh studies with me and follows me. Uh, online and take virtually any class I do. And some are working Mm. with me one-on-one and that's amazing. And I love that. So some of that I'm going to continue. And so it's going to be a real beautiful hybrid of what I love. And, uh, I, I think that's how amazing God is, is we can really get what we want. Uh, but, but in, in saying that I didn't know I wanted it. (laughs) It was like, um, Oh, yes, I love doing this. Oh, you know what? I miss doing that. You know, I'd really welcome the opportunity to do more of that. And I had really made a decision, even though I had opportunity, I decided not to go into the corporate setting, and I thought I might do that. But but given the opportunity and knowing what that was going to feel like, um, it was like, I don't really want to teach engineers what an affirmation is. I don't don't care if you're going to pay me (laughs) (laughs) $4,000. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, some things some so, things feel in alignment and you know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, um and anyway, I don't I don't want to make the show up all about me. They're always all about me. So I wanna <laughs> stay on you. I, I wanna stay on you and your journey. But right. but it just has to do with resistance and um yeah. you know, there are a few things I have to figure out, you know, as the yeah. as I step forward. I'm still in process of going, okay, well, what is mine to do in the in my business? What is mine to do for the ministry? And so every day I'm still in this wonderful process because it's really brand new. I mean, my first Sunday was November 7th. So, mm, and, awesome. uh, you know, I signed the contract at 930 on a Sunday morning. So, you know, that? they were just really <laughs> ready for me to come. That's and, beautiful. and I said, well, I happen to be available. And, and, mm. The last thing I'll share about it, what was so interesting was in August, I was setting my schedule for the rest of the year, and I was guided to not do anything after October 31st on Sundays. And I thought, this is crazy. This is part of the way I make my Mm -hmm. living. And I love it. I love to support other ministries, but the guidance was so strong, no. So when the church, you know, said to me, when are you available? I just started laughing (laughs) because I said, that's perfect. Oh, okay. Well, it took me, you know, August, September, October to understand why that guidance was there. Exactly. But I said, it just so happens I'm available the rest of the year. And they were like, oh, that's beautiful. 
Yeah. That is beautiful. It's so a couple of things you said remind me of that uh, discussion about resistance at the retreat we did together. One of the acronyms that came through for me was OUR, right? Um, to overcome, yes. to use, and to release. Those three ways. Now, not the only ways we can uh, engage with resistance, of course, but I thought those were key areas. And one of the things you just talked about is how you used your resistance. Like you use that resistance to working with engineers to go deeper and figure out, okay, what's mine to do, <laughs> right? Some resistance we don't need to give up. We need to use yeah. it to inspire us to go deeper. Some resistance we need to overcome, like my resistance to doing taxes. <laughs> if I don't overcome it, it's going to make a lot more suffering for myself. So I overcome it by doing something I love, listening to music, smoking a cigar, whatever I got to do to get through taxes, right? And make it enjoyable. And then some, we just got to release like mm -hmm. what we're being called. It requires, mm -hmm. it's time to release it. So I don't, I don't necessarily think all resistance is just this one cookie cutter thing and nor right. just those three things we mentioned. Right. I think it's, but I think what's important is that we Take that time to do what you're doing, listening to spirit mm -hmm. and figuring out what's ours to do. And that's when it becomes clear. You're, you didn't hear, get rid of that resistance to working with engineers. Nope. <laughs> no, it yeah, wasn't. Right? Oh, release, get, release, release. It was like, right. what is that? You know, like yes. every time. And, and how it was manifesting is I wasn't wanting to send an email back to the person. At, mm, yes, it was a yes. huge corporation. I mean, I, you know. I was talking to a friend of mine, and he goes, I think you're crazy. I said, I may be, but I <laughs> I said, I just every time I go to send that email, I don't want to send it. That's, I yeah, said, so I'm just like leaning into that. And then several months went by, and I even checked in with her again and said, are you still open to me coming? Yeah, send us your stuff. And I was like, I can't do it. I That's can't it. do it. <laughs> and so, yeah, the resistance really did serve me and I think it really it really can. I think this is really yeah. um important to talk about because you know, most of the time, you know, I hear people saying, oh, just say yes to the universe. I mean, and yes, we do want to say yes. Right. But but the 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 teaching really is the universe always says yes to whatever Bingo. you know. And so sometimes opportunities come our way. So we have the option to choose that's what decides mm -hmm. our journey, you know. And what's beautiful is when we can choose from that higher level, that listening to spirit. If the cool thing, favorite scripture, probably one of the top of all times, lean not to your own understanding in all thy ways, acknowledge the I am, the I am will direct your path. You yeah. said it. You're hearing very clearly, no, don't book Sundays, right? It doesn't make sense. It's not logical in the moment to you. However, it was leading to something that you couldn't see that it was part of a grander plan, the plan that the I am had for you, the plan that your higher self, your soul had for you, right? It's like, it's it's directing you and guiding yes. you perfectly. Yes. And had you said no to that, you might end up in a, a, a difficult situation later, but instead you said yes to that. I think part of our choosing becomes that ability to tune in and mm. be guided and be directed. And then the next choice, you can hear the information. The next choice is to accept the information and follow through faithfully yeah. on yeah. that on that guidance, trusting your intuition, trusting whatever that connection is. That's to me one of the... Uh, what's the one of the strengths that by doing that, not only do we strengthen our will, mm -hmm. like that will to choose, like when we, people think about will, they think about willpower, like, okay, I want to, I want to diet. So I'm going to use, engage my will and get my butt in the gym, engage my will and not eat the donut, right? That's part of will. But it's the same thing when it comes to using our will to trust. I'm going to yes. engage my will and jump off this freaking a cliff without knowing what's below me. I'm going to engage my will and listen to spirit saying, go this way without knowing what's coming. I'm going to engage my will and block off my calendar <laughs> without knowing what's going to happen. Right? So that's what you, it is. you, and as you do, the more you do that, the stronger your will grows. Mm -hmm. I think will and faith kind of go hand in hand 
Because as you're, as you have these experiences of trusting and seeing the perfection of it, your faith increases and it's easier to engage your will. Your will also increases, but practice is, practice increases it all. <laughs> so, yes, so that's, yes. A, it's cool to hear your story of just that simple example of how, you know, listening and mm-hmm. how, how beautifully and intelligently the divine is guiding you and leading you, you know. I, I have many stories like that. I love that, you know. Right, exactly. Well, I'm so glad you're here and we can we can talk more. Um, and we'll be right back after this break uh, with a message. We'll return to the program in just a few moments. But first, we wanted to give a special word of thanks to our podcast partners, Support Tech Staffing. Support Tech Staffing is an innovative staffing agency built on the principle of caring about employers and employees as they navigate these new workforce and workplace challenges. If you're an employer, they want to be your human resource partner and help with the changes needed during the pandemic. If you're a candidate, they want to become your lifelong career agent to help you grow into your fullest potential. Support Tech prioritizes support over volume, integrity over profits, and will treat your business and your career as if it was their own. You can learn more at supporttechstaffing.com. That's S-U-P-P-O-R-T-E-K staffing.com. We now return you to this week's episode of The Authentic Spiritual Journey with your host, Reverend Cynthia Alice Anderson. If you've ever felt the guilt or felt the shame If you've ever wondered why you felt the pain I can tell you how to finally let it out When it works if you can just let go the doubt so now you know Type of story So I won't tell you Things to make it right Cause you'll be just fine You'll be alright Let this go by If you just align Just align It's not why you have come to sing alone What do I give, what do I say When my fears come and love still stays To let me know there's always nothing wrong
Welcome back. We're glad you're with us. And we have our special guest today, Mr. John Stringer. And John, as I said at the beginning, it's always a joy to share time uh, with you. And how cool that you shared a video. So if if uh, folks are watching us on YouTube, they can you know go back a little bit if they were sitting at their desk working, which is a lot of people say, I just love to listen to you <laughs> right. during the day, you know. Um, but uh, sometimes we'll encourage them and say, no, you want to really want to see this one. So... Uh, thank you for nice. for giving us that video, and and it was funny, my pleasure. Yeah, that that you did because something on my mind to ask you. I know a little bit, but I don't know a lot about your journey from when you were in a top forty band into where you are now. I mean, that's quite a journey. Yeah, it <laughs> it was quite a journey, a great one. Um, that so I'll tell you a little bit about it. So, uh, long story short, I was opening up through songwriting, uh, learning to listen to genius and really studying genius. And at the same time, I was meditating to try to help with my mm-hmm. moods because I was, you know, challenged emotionally at the time. And so meditation, stream of consciousness writing, uh, binaural beats, all these things combined to really help me open up. And I I was doing the, something called the master key, had a kundalini awakening, like two in the morning meditating and like, boom, all of a sudden this energy starts moving through me, started to inquire about that. And all those steps led me to finally tuning in not only to uh, higher levels of consciousness and ge- what I like to call genius, but also energy, the subtle energy and opening up and allowing that energy to move yes. as I just begin to apply what I re- what I heard, what all the teachings that I begin to write them down. Uh, ended up, um, we call it channeling partners. My wife and I begin to channel. This is all while I'm touring the world, going to Japan, Korea, uh, Honduras, Puerto Rico, playing all these different places and having these experiences. I remember Mount Fuji drawing wow. my attention. Before I could even see it in the window, and then we see it in the window, I'm like, ah, oh, that's what that energy pool is. Yeah, right? it was really cool. But but all of that was preparing me to g- be able to align yes. with that natural flow and that mm-hmm. energy, and then be able to listen to it. And the next thing I begin to hear, I begin to serve anonymously for three years, just uh, bringing through teachings, and people would submit questions online and it, it amazes me to this day no marketing right no Not exactly uh but and we just had people attracted to it like flies right it's like just people coming left and right and it was like wow this is amazing we'd have our sessions and but it was all free it was no one knew who i was doing it and collected about three years worth of these teachings coming through and we would apply them to our lives and that really shifted yeah. me really changed, but it was that, it was the real world application of, um, at times my wife would have the conversation and I would have the conversation about, do you have to ask about everything? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, and I'd be like, well, my favorite scripture in all thy ways acknowledge the, I. <laughs> right? uh-huh. it's like, I'm trying to apply that for real, you know, but, but as time grew, now she of does Of course, it she's she very dialed in, in. gets her yeah. own. Yeah, she's very dialed in and applies it to her mm-hmm. own life. But that shift, that's what shifted. While I'm touring the world, doing this stuff anonymously, all of a sudden I'd start hearing more and more. All right, now it's time to move in this yes. direction. And the next thing you know, we're hosting retreats, writing a book with Marianne Williamson uh, in a in a best-selling series called Adventures in Manifesting. We're um, 
get led to uh, go to Bali and uh, I'm leading meditations over there with this these top two oh. powerhouses out there. And I meet my uh, dear friend Arlene Moshe and, and I hear we need to do um, in, uh, retreats yes. with her. Next thing you know, I'm doing intuitive development retreats and we launch a certification and we're just, uh, I remember this one moment being at a, um, we're in this mansion in Cumming, Georgia, hosting a retreat, a three-day retreat, and people are tuning in. We're teaching them how to do it. And they're just having these expansive, profound experiences. And you start to see the interconnectedness and the oneness and how there's nothing we're, um, uh, we can't access and it, we're doing it collectively. I'm talking about like yeah, people who've right. never even done right. this before. Tap it in. We're showing them and they're having these profound information come in and people are like, holy cow, this is amazing. Right. That's kind of the party trick side of it. Yeah. And then the deeper side is, all right, now it's time to see, apply right. this and let this block go and heal from this and shift from this. And then there's tears. Right? So it goes from, from the wow to the, Oh, oh wow. <laughs> But in that moment, I'm just like, this is what I'm supposed to do. It was just so crystal clear, like that perfect alignment of I'm living my soul's purpose. And I've been following that just by simply tuning in and listening. And it's taken me to write another book, um, to speaking, to teaching online courses, to so many different things, even into real estate and all kinds of stuff, crypto, you name it. (laughs) So many things I didn't see coming, you know? And why not? But that's been, that's part of the adventure. I was going to say, that's part of the adventure. Well, one of the things uh, a mentor of mine said, uh, her name was Reverend Sharon Poindexter, and um, she says, uh, she would say, even when you're on the edge of your seat, experiencing this exhilaration and you think, you know, can I manage any more of this? The answer is yes, of course you can. Mm. Because, you know, God Mm -hmm. is limitless. God is moving you forward. And what I love about your Mm -hmm. journey and and mine too, uh, that's similar is uh, we kind of refuse to be in a single box. (laughs) And because that's not God, you know, and I think, um, you know, when I first left uh, uh, church ministry, you know, when I left CCU, I thought I might be leaving it forever and I needed that to be okay, <laughs> you know, and, and, and to yeah. have that experience. And then when it was time to, uh, go back, yes, it's time to go back. And I'm going back a little Perfect. wiser. I'm going back with a That's different right. framework I'm bringing to it, a different awareness of my own issues and how I get in my own way, you know, but, but how I express mm-hmm. is limitless. I can do a retreat. I can do a Sunday morning. I can do mm-hmm. uh, one-on-one counseling. I can do deep, deep, deep uh, meditation to inner child work, you know, and to native drumming. All that, it's, that's all what I'm to do. Yes. And I think sometimes we let ourselves be limited by, well, expectations of others what we've done in the past, you know, and so I, mm. that's why I think hearing more about your journey might really inspire people because I mean, you know, you were a gigging musician in a top 40 band singing and playing and mm-hmm. right. And like you say, touring the world, yeah. but there was something else you were looking for that was deeper, more satisfying. And that's it. And yeah. the, the practical mm. of it too is I think when people are in different phases of their lives, it's about, being able to tune in and ask, uh, what are the roles I'm here yeah. to step into yes. right now? Like some people call it, what's mine to do? For When I begin to ask that question, okay, what what's my purpose? I saw it on three levels. My wife and I teach this in our relationship course. But the third level, that bottom level is the roles. And the roles we step into are going to look mm-hmm. differently. Like we, we we have that shared purpose on the top level and that's expressing the I am and letting it do more more through our lives. That's what it's seeking to do through all of us. That's why we keep birthing more people, right? But then that unique expression that is yours to do when you can tune into it 
at different phases of your life, it's going to look yeah. different for mm-hmm. some of us. Now, one thing I learned is not that's not necessarily everybody. Some people will tune in and get very specifically, oh, I'm supposed to be an industry magnate. I'm supposed to go and start this business and focus only mm-hmm. on that and yeah. do it and change the world through that. Great. Some of us are I'm supposed to do these five things, <laughs> yes. you know, or these three categories. And that's how it's been for me is really, but even expanding yes. on, uh, and I, and I think my soul thrives through that, the way I call it the soul's blueprint, the way mine is designed. I thrive on having more than one thing to do. I thrive yeah. on it stepping into different arenas and it serves my soul. And, and I'm blessed that, I've been given the aptitude, uh, the the skill set, and the desire mm-hmm. to pursue those things and and be able to do them in a way that serves me and others. I I, I see it the same thing in you when we were at that um, uh, at the retreat. You're pulling out all kind of talents. I'm like, what the heck? I didn't even know you could do that <laughs> to help serve. But the cool thing is, it's like using all yeah. of you. Using all the ways you like, you're you have a wonderful voice. You're incredible, uh, multi instrumentalist. You're a great teacher. All these different things coming together to help serve others. I think when we tune in, surrender. That's what shows up. Our light mm-hmm. shines and it freaking brightens the way. You know, so that's what I've I've loved that. But I think it starts with tuning into that purpose and listening. Yeah, I do too. And I like um, the first person I ever heard say live your soul not your role was Sonia Choquette mm. and and I like that I like because that. you know the soul does live through the role like you're saying but I think yes. most of us have identified and I have at certain times in my life identified with certain roles that go. this role means who I am yes. rather than the part I'm playing and that is Bingo. Ego attachment. Uh, I was attached most definitely to being, uh, when I was a teacher, a teacher. I was attached to being a minister. Mm. And so part of my work, you know, was always to, you know, uh, release those ego attachments through this, you know, journaling and meditation process I do so that I can keep growing and evolving even as I view myself. Because if I over identify with the role, that's being an ego rather than like you're saying, this role helps me be of service. So I just know that the best way I can be totally. of service is through this podcast and through, uh, you know, serving in a ministry. And and yeah. one of the other things that I'm very fond of doing is my mastermind course. And those are the Love three it. main ways that I'm serving people the deepest. And And that, you know, but it's not about this is what I do. It's about this is how right. this is the role I play for this group, but it's my soul always in all the different roles, you know, guiding, That's directing, yeah. and saying, you know, don't book this when my mind and personality, like <laughs> to, to go back to the first step, you know, when my mind was going, are you sure, God? <laughs> yes. Things like yes. That. I've had many of those moments. And that, that, Brings me back to when I first heard to step into the role of teacher. I'm like, what? As a musician, doing all mm-hmm. these things, you know, sharing yeah. music and all of that, hearing that, and then begin to get this vision to start speaking. And like, that's out of my comfort zone. And it it didn't match how I'd been conditioned to see myself, just like you said, in the roles. Man, I've been touring the world singing, not speaking. What? What? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this, but but it stretched me, and and there was a part of me, one, one part of me resisted, and one part of me was thrilled by it and excited, and I was able to tune in and recognize that part that was excited was actually the higher part, <laughs> the lower part was stuck in fear and attachment and limitation. Like that's not me. I don't have a minister's license. I don't this that right. and the other. Well, all of those were easily solved. Yeah. <laughs> right. Every objection, there's usually an easy yeah. solution to. And next thing you know, things just, when I finally said yes and lined up with it, things just to begin to open up. And I was able to find my genius and my gift. A lot of those roles are where your genius mm-hmm. is. And the, the very things we're resisting and we're f- afraid of, and I'm not this, I'm not that. 
technically it's trying to reveal what's what's yours to be, what's yours to expand into. So as I began to do that, I was like, wow, I found my my rhythm of tuning in, speaking, allowing spirit to speak through me, allowing spirit to guide me and like what the message needs to be, mm-hmm. what the description needs to be, all the way to what needs to be said in this moment during the message, right? That began to flow and it became um, the thing that I could trust. Like I could literally trust every time and stepping into the unknown and knowing over and over that that power would deliver. Kind of like Moses, just open your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> just, just show just up. Just show up and open right. your mouth. Yeah. And it's, but that I think that's the practice that I begin to see. Wow. It prepared me to be able to bring that to my mm-hmm. life because I begin to see in a new way how every time I jumped off the cliff, I would soar and I would be lifted up by this power that I was relying on. And it's like, I started to see the difference in my my waking, my normal life. Like, why can I do that on stage and not in this area? Wait a minute. I mm-hmm. can bring that to your, your, your daily life in each moment. Bring that to relying on that power to guide mm-hmm. and begin to integrate that more and more. And it just shifted so much. But long story short, the point is, uh, how, when we listen to spirit, where it takes us, there are so many um, wonderful benefits from it that we don't often see in the moment and that we might not even see later, but it's like so impactful, <laughs> right? It's just that surrender has such a ripple effect, has such a profound um, impact on our own fulfillment on our own ability to serve yeah. others and then beyond, like we don't even know the impact it's having for those we've served just by our saying, yes, it, it just, it, it, it's, it's humbling. It's awesome. And it's how love works. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes, exactly. Exactly. Right. And, and, you know, your journey has taken you, you know, forward where, like you say, you are teaching and, you know, I think I was on one of your first shows with, uh, that you and your wife were doing the Your Awakened Pillow Talk. That's right. Oh, it was such an awesome and that episode. And it was yes. an awesome group of people uh, that you had gathered, too. I was honored yeah. to be a part of it. What do you have coming up, just in case some of our listeners you know, want to check it out, and where can they find more about you and your music and your teaching and speaking? Just tell us more. No, thanks for asking. So, uh, Wake and Pillow Talk is the podcast you're talking about. Um, that's on, at our healingartsmgmt.com site, as, as well as my own podcast. And we do a live, uh, podcast with video, et cetera, and guests like you, you were joining yeah. us. Um, we do that like kind of quarterly. We may increase that, but for now, quarterly. We and then we have monthly. Well, you're doing it at, regular as po- kind of a production. Podcast. I mean, you're in a building with lights, and it's a little bit yeah. more of a. Pro- it's like a it live. It's like a live show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so that that's fun though. We heard to do yeah. that, and was so honored to have you on, and just a powerful um, episode about race and consciousness. Check that out. In mm-hmm. fact. I, that's one of my favorite episodes to date. It was our first live. Um, then also on the healingartsmgmt.com site, you'll see our, we have a new course called Aligned Relationships Transformed, Transformation Experience. Mm-hmm. The, and that's really about uh, aligned relationships when it comes to several things. Like we think about our, our everything is a relationship, right? <laughs> Whether it's objects, things, situations, it's our relationship to what we're creating. Yes, to life. So we our show, relationship to life. Mm-hmm. Bingo. To life, to however it shows up in others, ourselves, the, our higher power, whatever it is. So we're kind of presenting this framework that we use in our lives. And when you talked at the end of the retreat about the things you were doing, some of the very things you were to sharing, like accountability, for example, when you started going and I'm like, yes, that is key. We, we actually have a system that we teach, um, for accountability, having accountability partners and once yep. a week and we have the steps. Here's, here's how we do it. Right. So it's, it's the same song or the same theme, different. Different way of singing it, yeah. but you know, you can sing about accountability, love, whatever it is. Um, 
how we express it, it we found to be helpful for mm. us and helping other people achieve what I think Napoleon Hill calls the the mastermind. I think accountability oh, is one way to do true. that. Um, absolutely true. So you can you can check out the course there, Align Relationships. It's a four-week course that my wife and I take us through, and we use the same principles, the same practices and lessons um, that we have found to help our relationship in all those areas, as well as our romantic relationship. That's a that's a key one. We've had a lot of couples sign up as well as individuals, yeah. so anyone can take it, and it's on demand. Oh, good, good. Pace. Well, and, and I like that, and and um, I always you know like to share that you know in today's world when we say the word relationship, everybody always thinks romantic, but there is, as you're saying, right. so much more. Um, and money is another area. Exactly, we cover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> relationship I was going to say your relationship with money, yeah. your relationship with life, That's with your it. job, how you how you walk through. So, John, this all sounds great, and thank you so much for for joining us again today. It's always a pleasure. Oh, my pleasure um, to have you on, Dave. Likewise. Dave and I are always honored to share time with you. Um, it's it's always an honor. Thank you so much. Love you both. And I'm uh, humbly grateful to be sharing with you once again. All right. Again. And uh, thank you to our listeners. We always are blessed and grateful that you, you've joined us. So we hope you have a great, great week and we'll see you next week. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of The Authentic Spiritual Journey presented by Support Tech Staffing. This channel is also made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Authentic Spiritual Journey is copyright 2021, Cynthia Alice Anderson, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission from RR Hot Publishing. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.